In today's episode, we were going to talk about the home buying process for first home buyers. However, in the last week, there has been an announcement. About four and a half thousand spots have become available on the first home loan deposit scheme or FHLDS for short. So today we're going to have a discussion and hopefully by the end of it, you're going to be able to figure out if this is something you can go for or not. Hello and welcome to the First Homeowner Concierge Podcast, where our sole target is to get you into your first home. Now on to today's topic. In the last episode, which was prior to the latest announcement, I was discussing the FHLDS and basically telling people they need to get ready so that when the spots become available, they can get moving quick. Well, now they're here, and there's a lot of people that have been lined up since. I think it would have been August or September last year when the previous allotment of first home loan deposit scheme spots disappeared. They all got soaked up, and people went and bought their first homes. So there's another four and a half thousand spots left. I think it would be relevant for me to basically just explain how a loan works and how the scheme is a massive benefit for first home buyers. So what happens when you go to get a home loan is that you need a deposit, right? So the minimum deposit is broadly known as 5%. Now, because you've got such a small deposit, it is a larger risk to the bank. Why? Because the bank are lending you more of the value of the property than what they would if you had a larger deposit. So this is the risk for the bank because if you don't pay the loan, then what happens is interest builds up and then, you know, if you don't pay the loan for a long period of time, you'll get default notices and legal risks. And what will happen is the bank will sell the property from under you to recoup their loss. The problem here is that from the bank's point of view, if they end up selling your property and they don't recoup all of their money, then they've lost. So what they do to get around this is they take out an insurance policy and that's called lender's mortgage insurance. You've probably heard of it, LMI for short. The mortgage insurance is a policy that the bank take out, but they make you the client pay for it. So generally what happens is you have your 5% deposit but your mortgage insurance costs another three or 4% on top. Now, this is a massive difference because if you're buying a house, let's say 600 grand, which is, which is kind of your bottom price range in Melbourne, it's about three or 4% on that. So you're talking, you having to save another 18 to 24 grand just to pay for the bank's mortgage insurance. That explains basically how a loan works. How the first home loan deposit scheme fits in with that is that for a limited amount of people, four and a half thousand, the government guarantor your home loan. So that means if the bank give you a loan and you don't pay it and they have to sell the property from under you and they end up losing money, the government will pay the bank so that they haven't lost anything. This means that they don't have to take out mortgage insurance, which means you don't have to pay the mortgage insurance. So again, on that scenario of a $600,000 house, you're saving 18 to 24 grand. So for first home buyers, this 
this could be the difference between getting the house or not. For a lot of people, saving another 18 to 24 grand, that might take quite a long time to achieve, especially if you're renting. That's basically what it is. That's the benefit you get out of it. The only other benefit I would think is that with some lenders, for the first home loan deposit scheme, you do have a bit of a lower interest rate as well. The other thing I wanted to mention, which a lot of people don't know, is that if you're looking at buying house and land, something that's new, the government have another scheme called the new, I think it's called the new home grant, which used to be a part of the first home loan deposit scheme, but then they made them two separate things just to confuse everyone a little bit more. I guess what you need to know is that if you've got 5% and you're looking to buy house and land, then you do get access to that scheme. So you may be able to get in earlier. The other thing with house and land, if you're a first home buyer is you've got access to the first homeowner grant also. So the $10,000 first homeowner grant is an added benefit on top, especially when you're building new homes. I generally find that people want to buy more new things, whereas it's an established home. Quite often people um, are willing to just make do with the existing furniture they've got or buy secondhand furniture. The one thing you need to know if you've got that 5% or around the 5% mark is that you need to get ready because like I said before, there were people waiting from August and if you're not ready now, it does take time. It's not as if you can just go to the mortgage broker and then you're ready to buy the property within a couple of days. It doesn't work like that. Sometimes it takes weeks or months depending on your financial position. And I guess I just want to make a stamp on that point because a lot of millennials think things can just happen. What I really want to make clear is that buying a house is a major point in someone's life and you don't do it every day. It does take time to pull together. You need to understand that you need to deal with a good mortgage broker and a good conveyancer. You need to be prepared. So I'm just trying to put the point across that you can't just go for it and you know, within a week or two, you'll be buying your house. That is probably the exception and not the rule. I quite often liken buying your first home to climbing Mount Everest. You don't just rock up at base camp with your singlet and your short shorts and your thongs and think you're going to climb Mount Everest. That That's crazy talk. What you do is you get your Sherpas and your Sherpas basically guide you all the way up. They carry your food, they carry your extra oxygen. If you're in danger, they'll let you know that you're in danger. My point is if you're using the Sherpas, you're much more likely to get to the top of the mountain. You're much more likely to achieve your goals. If you're trying to do this on your own, you've got to figure out all the different lending. I've been a broker for over a decade now, and for someone to do this on their own would be a bit of a tall order. You've got to figure out the loan. If you're using the FHLDS, it's the type of lenders all the different lenders have different borrowing amounts. They've got different lending policies depending on what your income looks like and what your position is. It would be a bit of a push to do it on your own. And that's why I say you need Sherpas on your side. Anyway, that's just me. If you are out there and you need to get into your first home, please get in touch. That's what I do. I've helped first homeowners for a long time. If you've got any questions or you just kind of want a bit more understanding of how things work, please get in touch via the links. Cheers. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the First Homeowner Concierge Podcast. 
if you've got any questions or you would like to get into your own home or you just want to stalk me online, you can search Will Bell Mortgage Broker on either Google or Facebook.